Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Die by the Sword podcast. First and foremost, I'd like to thank Midnight Syndicate for the use of their music. Go listen to them at midnightsyndicate.com. And then uh, Sword Coast Soundscapes, they give us all those spooky noises. Uh, and you can listen to them at youtube.com slash Soundscapes. Also, don't forget to like us on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us out. All right, well, anyway, let's get into the episode. Philip. Hey guys, how's it going? All right, there you go. <laughs> we had a really hard time coming up I, with an intro today. Yeah, totally. Um, hey everybody, how's it going? This uh, quarantine's getting old. Old real yeah. quick. Pretty much. Same old, same old. What did we talk about before? Before quarantine? Yeah. I don't know. How wonderful it was to be outside in the sun. Yeah, that's that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> no, because that actually hasn't been restricted here. You can no, be no. out in the sun. And I'm out yes. in the sun just as much as I was before. Exactly. Not exactly. at all. You just can't be around people when you're out in the sun. Or they'll come and get you. I'm interested when we all can go back to work. I know of quite a few women at my work who do not wash their hands. And I'm really interested to see if that number decreases. Or increases. Yeah. <laughs> see if I have to evil eye. <laughs> women in the uh, bathroom as much as I used to. Yeah, this is one thing I've learned being married to Noelle is that uh, women run a gossip chain about these kinds of things, mm-hmm. and they know everyone who does not wash their hands when they leave the restroom. You gotta know how to judge people, and by yeah. washing their hands is they, the main reason. Yep. And, if, and if they don't know their name, they'll find their name out, so that way they can add them to, to the list. Yep. People to never take potluck food from. <laughs> exactly. I'm serious. Oh, no. People at work are like, let's do a potluck. And I'm like, absolutely not. No. Not with you people. <laughs> no, that's, that's why our social events team has basically nixed potlucks. Mm-hmm. I'd rather, I'd rather not know. I'd rather order from a, a restaurant and just not know. Yeah. Get the illusion that mm-hmm. they're all washing their hands and wearing gloves. Ignorance is bliss, they say. Not sneezing Speaking on the food. Speaking of that, what are our characters doing? Our characters Sleeping. are ignorant. What? what well, were you? Were you what's say, that? What's that segue Roderick there? <laughs> well, some of them are. <laughs> Roderick. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so I believe that uh, the end of last episode, uh, you wrapped up dealing with the angry mob. Uh, the militia came in and Was arrested useless. those that those Was that had stormed the the, the courthouse. They were beyond useless. They were uh, rooting for the other side. Yeah. yeah. And then Philip shot them down. Or uh, Carrie. Carrie told them what was up. With some I really did. Some really hero card worthy uh, dialogue there. Very hero card worthy, I'd say. Except but he specifically said, don't give me a hero card. I actually don't remember you saying that. He said he has. He already has three hero cards and he never used them. So please don't give me another hero card. Oh, right. He did say that. <laughs> oh, well. Snooze, you lose. Yeah, well. Maybe if you use the ones you already had, you would not be crippling yourself. That's true. He's already, he's, he's in quarantine mode. He's hoarding. <laughs> <laughs> and he started a long time before that. Philip has a warehouse of toilet paper, but he's not actually using any of it. I am too. I'm going to be a mummy next Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to mummify the entire house. <laughs> he's going to wrap the entire house in toilet paper. You know, I, I do wonder how many mummies we're going to see at Halloween this year. Yeah, it's going to be like... Like uh, billionaires burning hundred dollar bills is like a celebration. They're gonna use up all that extra toilet paper in the in their costume just to relish in the fact that they have so much of it. 
Mm-hmm. A- anyway, back to jobs. Um, Roderick goes back to sleep. That's not a job. That's <laughs> that's recreation. You guys well, are the worst at segues today. <laughs> whose watch is it? it? Was the middle of uh, Renly's? And did the fight consume the rest of Renly's watch? And is it now Vivian's watch or what? Depends on how long you stayed up and talked with the militia or any of the guards in the courthouse. Would determine right. how long the rest of it would go. I dropped the mic and left. I don't want to talk to them. Me neither. We exchanged a few words, but... Well, then it would technically still be in the last part of Renly's watch for about 45 minutes. Really? That didn't take that long. It felt like that fight lasted, like, hours. Yeah, it felt forever. (laughs) Yeah, that's time where uh, in Pathfinder, months can go by in minutes and seconds can go by in weeks. Yep. Which is ironic since this is supposed supposedly fun and time flies <laughs> when you're having fun. <laughs> so Renly finishes up his watch. Yep. So roll one more perception check for your watch. Oh, I have to roll. Oh, no more people come. <laughs> Another mob shows up. <laughs> it's all come the wives. On, come on, Renly. All the wives. Uh, oh, me... oh. <laughs> we get the professionals oh, next. <laughs> Fifteen. 15. Okay, with that, you see the mob from the next town over start making their way in. Oh, um, no. Just kidding. Uh, you make it through your watch uneventful. The rest of it. Time to sleep. And it makes a Vivian's turn. Natural 18 on perception. Oh, nice. You're very certain there is nobody coming. From the next town over. <laughs> from the next town over. All right, so we get through the rest of the watch? Yep, we get through the rest of your watch. Awesome. Sleep's recovered. Arcane pool recovered. Spells recovered. I have my spells picked out, which ones I'm going to use for today. So we're good. Success. Success. Everybody, everybody else have their anything they need prepared, picked out? Mm-hmm. I'm good. I am A-OK. Very good. All right. So what's y'all's plan? Go to the next place. Yeah. Did we get all the information we we could from Karen? Uh, yeah. You you know, it's only like three miles north of uh, Lepestad, uh, it, and it's the places in ruins. Okay. And just a reminder, this is the um, the hospital that uh, like the doctor and all the patients were killed? Yes. And only one person survived? Yes, the doctor's assistant, Carl. Well, I am noting that we have not interviewed Carl yet. Yeah, where's Carl? He's probably still asleep. It's like 4 o'clock in the morning. Let's wake him up. <laughs> he's a country boy. I'm sure he's up with the sun. Yeah, but it's not sun. the sun's not up yet. Mm-mm. So we'll wake him up before People the sun. More likely to tell the truth in the morning. Yeah, just, <laughs> just scramble, brain scrambled, just break into his uh, hotel room. Okay, it looks like uh, Carl uh, is not staying in town. He has his own place uh, off of the river of Lepperstad. Is that on huh. the way? Yeah, is it on the way? Uh, it looks like the river of Lepperstad runs right across the the north part of town, so you'll have to cross over the river to get to Sanctuary. That'll be close enough to 6 o'clock by the time we run past it, so we'll just go wake him up. Yeah, sounds good. So we get all geared up. Um, do we need Do we need the horse? Uh, Roderick has mount prepared, so he's going to cast it. Um, I, mean, I asked about the horse, but I really meant do we need march? It's only three miles. Yeah, it's that's one hour on foot, so it's like half an hour cool. on, on the horse cool. and cart, so Roderick <laughs> magically summons a horse. And we hitch the cart to it, and we make our way. Sweet. Very good. All right, so you start making your way out of town. Uh, you do get to the river. Um, 
there's a few people kind of milling about over in this area. Uh, they're up early. I mean, they're, they're fishing off the river. I mean, yeah, that's that's the time for it. Yep. Uh, give me a diplomacy check to try to find out where this cottage is. Roger will try to aid. Natural 19. And Roger aids. And Zenobia gets a natural 20. <laughs> I rolled a natural 17, so we 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 crushed this. You're you're very diplomatic for six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> this is our um, this is our time to shine. It's when Vivian's makeup's yeah. freshest. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't sweated off yet. <laughs> gotten gotten bloody. Mm-hmm. So these gentlemen fishing over here, uh, you start asking them if they know where a small cottage is, where a, a blind gentleman has been living, and they point you up the river just a a little ways and tell you exactly where to look. Excellent, thank you. So why do you suppose this blind man is a witness? Couldn't have seen anything. <laughs> <laughs> He's an ear witness. Uh, He's an ear witness. Uh, well, he clearly can't be an eye witness. Oh man, was he blind because of the incident? Yes, yes. Ren- Renly. My my understanding was that he was not blind before the incident, and he is the only person who survived the incident. So he's all we have to go oh, on. Oh dear, that means this was the last horror that he saw. The last whore that he saw? Horror. Horror. Oh. Making some presumptions about what they do at the at the lab at the up hospital, there. hospital, yeah. yeah. What kind of hospital is this? <laughs> the sexy kind. The sexy, <laughs> the sexy kind. kind. It's full of sexy nurses. <laughs> it certainly helps my recuperation, so. <laughs> yeah. Get, they need to balance all the heart rates, and they're just all over the place. <laughs> so, this odd conversation notwithstanding, we walk up and knock on the door. Uh, you Who is it? Housekeeping? <laughs> you make that joke every time. Because that's funny every time. You haven't seen Tommy uh, Boy enough. <laughs> the door opens and uh, a gentleman stands there. He, he's got like glasses over his face, blind, obviously. Uh, yes, uh, can I help you? Are we speaking to Carl? Uh, yeah, yes, that is, that is me. Um, who are you? Hello, my name is Vivian Heatherton, and I'm here with my comrades, uh, who have all forgotten their names. I've forgotten their names in quarantine. Uh, Zenobia Serpentry, Roderick Iliescu, and Renly Schiedel. We are, um, involved in the trial with the Beast, formerly I, the Beast, now known as Horus. I see. Um, well, uh, I don't get many visitors nowadays, uh... Would you like to come in for some tea and uh, maybe some breakfast? That would be very nice. Do you have a rabbit? Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm really interested to see what this guy serves okay. us. Hey, He's still getting used to this. Can I help? <laughs> Zenobi wants to see exactly what she's going to be consuming. <laughs> so, um, I've already cast this gentleman, he is Gene Hackman in Young Frankenstein. Of course he is. Poor Blind Hermit. Yes. <laughs> of course. Does that mean we have to set his thumb on fire? No, no, no fire. No fire. No fire. Uh, 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 yes, yes, please, please, please do come inside. Please come. Thank you. That's Any assistance is greatly appreciated. <laughs> it is very hospitable of you, and uh, if there's anything we could do to help to return the kindness, uh, don't hesitate to let us know. I really thought you were going to say to return your sight. <laughs> Just like, Roderick, don't make promises. <laughs> Roderick's in a good mood this morning. Did, did Vivian prepare her move blindness? Of course not. 
<laughs> Why would she have done that? I didn't remember he was blind. <laughs> we can come back afterwards. He could find another cleric. <laughs> Seriously. Here we have this fifth level cleric with the power to restore his sight. She's just like, nah. Also, I don't think that he could because he knows the old town, but that one got burned up. Huh? So he, he, he could what? Know where the cleric is in the other town. I don't want to get into semantics about returning blindness on NPC characters <laughs> right now. <laughs> so we're in the house, <laughs> and Zenobi is checking out the kitchen. It's uh, it's kind of sparse. There's not a lot of stuff there. Um, I mean, there's a few moments where there's like you know. Like live powder by where the sugar and stuff is, because he's blind. He can't see what he's doing. Well, that's very dangerous. <laughs> Zenobi removes the poisons and saying, "I'm putting the poisons under the sink." <laughs> oh, thank you. You do that, and there's flour under the sink. <laughs> <laughs> do you have anybody who's coming to help you? Any friends or family? No, no. I, I, I've been getting along just fine here on my own. Sure, you have. You might want to consider, uh, just in case. Look at him, and he looks like he's suffering from, like, arsenic poisoning. He's got, like, <laughs> hair falling out. <laughs> anyway, Zenobia, Zenobia makes a pot of tea. Very good. He has a table there with four very mismatched chairs. It's fine. I'll, I'll sit. stand. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we understand that the beast is being charged with burning down the hospital. Um, you are the only person to have survived the event. Could you tell us what happened? Well, the... The last thing that I I remember was this beastly figure. Uh, He he was very, very tall and um, made of this, like, patchwork skin. Ah. And he, uh, he was trying to kill the master. And Dr. Brada is who I'm, I'm referring to when I say the master. Um... I I tried, I tried desperately to save him, but I I was no match for for the beast, and uh, uh, the the fire, the fire took my sight. And he, he removes his glasses, and he's got these big burn marks across where his eyes were. This is very tragic. Who else was in the hospital, and why were they there? Uh, s- several patients were in the hospital for various reasons uh, some of the the nurses um, and Dr. Brada I, I don't know how I am the only one to have survived what was your job at the hospital uh, I I was his medical assistant Dr. Brada's medical assistant yes, yes. yes. what kind of what kind of doctor was Dr. Brada he was a surgeon risky business in this town so when you say he was a surgeon, were all the people in for the same surgery, or, or was it, were they ailing in different places? Uh, uh, various different uh, reasons for their surgeries. And you and you refer to the doctor as the master? Uh, yes, yes, he he was my master. I I was, uh, I guess you could say I was sort of trying to learn the trade, so I was an apprentice in that that aspect. Did. Um, you, you say this beastly creature, um, you saw him attacking him, and it's presumed that he started the fire. Where did the fire, fire first break out? Uh, I am not sure where the, the fire first broke out. And? Yes, I'm, not, I'm not sure how the fire began in the first place. If the, if this, if the beast is 
started the fire or if it was some accident of of chemicals um, creating the fire. Had you ever seen this creature before? No, no, no. Nothing like this. Did would, he, would you say that certain parts of his skin had hair and some had scales and it was kind of all over the place? Uh, I don't know if there were scales. I know he had hair on his head. Uh, I just remember it being patchwork looking like it was different pieces sewn together. And did the beast say anything as he was fighting with your master? No. At least not that I could hear over the blaze of the fire. So, could be the skinwalkers. Yeah, that's where I jumped to immediately with the patchwork suit and then the surgeon even more. My other thought is that this dude could be a member. What? That the doctor could be a member of the Whispering Way? I mean, I don't know about that. I was I was thinking um, he could have created the beast if he's a surgeon. That's where I was thinking, too. This yeah. Is yeah. Uh, so can I do a sense motive on everything this dude's saying? Yes. Roger rolled an 18. Zenobia rolled a 2, so that didn't <laughs> help. Vivian also rolled an 18. Right, so Vivian and Roderick, uh, you guys can tell that he's being as... He's telling the story as he remembers it. Very well. Thank you very much for your time. Um, I so- do have a question before we leave. If you don't know that the beast started the fire and only fought your master, then why are you testifying that he did start the fire? I'm not testifying that he started the fire. I'm testifying that he killed my master. Oh, you saw him kill him. Oh, that's terrible. Is that the last thing you saw? I'm... I can only assume he killed him. His body was never recovered. Oh, so you didn't see him get killed. So you don't know if he was killed. So why are you testifying if you don't know? <laughs> Renly, I'm I saw him being attacked. Renly, so I'm sure he's telling. Can... He's going to tell the story of everything he saw. No, I know that, but I mean, he's jumping to conclusions. No, the prosecution is jumping to conclusions. I mean, you do believe the beast is guilty, don't you? No. Do you know of some other beast that matches that description? I was just going to say that there are other beasts in the world besides Horus. Yes, but we actually know of one specifically that could have done this. That's in prison right now. Okay, but, I mean, it could have been a third one. I don't know. (laughs) 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 All right, we wrap up our conversation with Carl. (laughs) Let's stop confusing the poor man. He's suffered enough already. Don't hesitate to start back by for tea again. All right, so we wrap up with Carl. Wrap up with Carl, uh, make your way across the river, and head towards Sanctuary. Colleagues, would you describe Horace's face as patchwork? Yes. Yes. Would you describe the skinwalker's face as patchwork? Yes. Yeah, the skinny war, yes. Yes, when not when he's uh, naked. No, I understand that. I mean, the the dots are bright and glaring. I mean, it's a surgeon... And the patchwork suit, and we already know that this—we already know that the skinwalker was using Horace's identity to, to commit atrocities. So mm-hmm. I don't understand why this would be any different. That's the hunch I'm going with. Okay. This doctor, though, he's a surgeon. What if he's Horace's father? He also could be a colleague of the skinwalker. Mm. He could also be the skinwalker. No, wait, no, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> he fought himself. <laughs> I'm my own grandpa. And I'm also very suspicious of the fact that the body was not found. Yes. Yes. 
so I don't know. Let's go to the rip, the rubble. All right. Uh, so, like I said, you make your way north, following the Lesser Maltre River. Uh, there is a narrow track that kind of goes along the western shore of the river. Um, and as you go, you pass through some very like gray and depressing-looking marshland um, before you finally come up on the very sad ruins of Sanctuary. Uh, the ruins are a broken building lying on a spur of land that's jutting into the river. The place is burnt, and the timbers of the large main building sag into undergrowth as it looks like nature is kind of taking back over the place. Nearby, there's a small cluster of gravestones jutting out from the weeds. Even even this area has overgrown. That all happened quick. So I guess we roll perception checks. Roger rolled a 29. 15 again. 8. 18. Okay. What do uh, I see? Well, y'all... Y'all look around, and you do see there are 12 graves that are jutting up along this cobbled track uh, heading back toward Lepestad. So, And as you continue to look around the rubble and everything in here... Uh, Ooh, I don't like the looks of this. Generally, this means the number of graves means the number of ghosts we're going to have to fight. Is the doctor's grave among these, this dozen? It's the one that says, here lies less more, no less, no more. No. So we're not in Tombstone. So this this uh, hospital is kind of on a little peninsula. It's on Carb Isle. Mm-hmm. It is called an island, but it's actually an isthmus. Mm. Uh, and so what were those totals on the perception checks? Eight. Eighteen. Tell me what I see. Fifteen. Okay. Uh, well, with the eight, you see grass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with the fifteens, uh, you are able to see... If you kind of go in in through the ruins a little bit, looking around, you can see down toward the uh, southern part of the ruins a uh, three-foot-wide hole in the ground. And then, Richard, you had a really high perception, right? Yeah, Roger, Roger rolled a 29. Oh, the 29, uh, as you're looking through, through the ruins before making it down there to that hole, uh, you find a uh, kind of charred metal box. That is locked. Zenobia rubs her hands in glee. Hold on, you haven't seen it yet. He's telling me. <laughs> Roderick says, well, what is this? And he reaches down and picks up the metal box. What does he have in his hands? He has a metal box that is locked. It is kind of charred. Zenobia? Did you make a fort- what? Uh, could you check this to see if it's trapped and then check to see if you could open it? Ooh, I love locked boxes. I knew this would be right up your alley. Mm-hmm. So... First trap check. Roger will take a look, too, just as backup. 30. She rolled a 30. Well, I rolled an 18, and it have a 12 modifier. All right. Well, with that, you can tell looking at this that the fire got so hot on this lock that it kind of fused it shut. Ah. So there's no way to get, like, your lock pick kit or anything in there to to disable the lock, but it could still be broken. Strength check. Yeah. So Zenobia tells us to Roderick. Yes. So, Roderick, there's no trap, but the fire was so hot the lock mechanism's fused. It's just melted. We're going to have to just brute force this open. That sounds like my kind of uh, box. Exactly. So, want to help me out? 
Sure. And Roderick gets out his crowbar, which he always has on him. <laughs> and he's going to roll mm-hmm. a strength check. And then uh, Zenobia rolls to eight. And. Well, that was a natural four. So that's an 11 total strength. Um, that it, it didn't even move. Oh, can I try? Uh, be my guest. Roderick hands you his crowbar. I cast guidance. And Roderick tries one. to aid. Oh, there's my natural 18 on the aid. This happens every single fucking time. I hate strength checks. I really do. Okay, Zenobia is going to take a whack at it. All right, Roderick's going to roll to eight again. Vivian's looking at the grass. Roderick aids. Oh. <laughs> Renly aids. Oh, no. Would you roll? Six. <laughs> <laughs> so we're all standing around him with our hands on our hips looking at it, and we start again. <laughs> I feel like I can do this. Top of the rotation. Roderick has the highest strength bonus, so he's going to try again. There we go. Natural 19. And this time we've got an 11 to aid. Okay, so that's uh, 22, 24, 26. Did Renly aid? Nope. Okay, so 26. All right, so just enough to get it open. (laughs) My goodness. Everything inside is broken. (laughs) You guys remember when I broke the vault open? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like this. I imagine we just took it and started, like, kicking it along. <laughs> Probably. Dropped it a few times. Mm-hmm. Threw it in the water uh, to see what had happened. Yeah. It just started to sink, so you mm-hmm. had to quickly go in and grab it. Nope, nope, that didn't work. <laughs> All right. So you do break the uh, lockbox open. Uh, once you do open it, you do see that most of the papers that are inside have been charred beyond recognition. But there are a few that you can kind of make out some words on. And... The ones, all the ones that you do see, the words Vorkstag and Grind's Chemic Works appear multiple times throughout these documents. Ah, uh, uh-huh. Well, I mean, we're basic, a- it's basically certain at this point. Skinwalker. Skin Stealer, sorry. Yeah, yeah. We, whatever yeah. he is. Skin- Want to go look in the hole? <laughs> Here, Roderick. <laughs> Did- Zenobi gives him a push. How, Was- deep, is, how deep is it? Three, three feet. No, it's three feet wide. Oh, it's probably only as deep as it is wide, Roderick. <laughs> I mean, I can fly, so I mean, it's a funny joke. But was there anything else in the box, real quick? Uh, no, that was all that was in the box. Okay, just the I, concrete evidence we needed. It looks looks like invoices, huh? Or, or, or receipts, or bills, <laughs> or you, you purchase can't orders. Quite tell what they are. You, there's various different types of documents in there. Uh, it's basically like just those words are the main things that you can pick out. I cast Dancing Lights and they dance down the little hole to see how deep it is and if we can see anything in there. All right. Uh, I cast Dancing Lights <laughs> looking through the hole. Um, and uh, you see that it's a, probably about a 15-foot stone-walled shaft that goes down. Like a well? Uh, kind of like the entrance to, like, a cellar. Are there carrots down there? I don't that know. Kind you, of can't, you can't see those down there. No, you see through his lights down. We're in D2. Yeah, I threw my lights down there. 15 feet down. And there's no. no stairs or anything? It, there's no stairs. You would have to climb down. There's no ladder. No ladder. Does it look like there I was a place care. where there was a ladder? Like, I'm just confused, at, like, architecturally. Yeah. I'm confused architecturally, cellar-wise, how this cellar was designed. You would assume that this was not the normal way into the cellar. Is it the so, privy? So should I, should, I, should I drop down there? Well, here's the thing is, um, we have the evidence we need. We're very short on time. We don't know what's down there or how long it would take us to get back up. Yeah, we could just leave. I mean, do we have a real strong desire to go spelunking? I mean, don't you want to go on an adventure? Well, mm. as I've said previously, I can fly, so I can just 
dip down there real quick, see what I see, let you know if it's worth us going down or not. Yeah, let's put Roderick okay. in danger. Because <laughs> he can defend himself so well. Roderick going first. The, the, the trend continues. Zenobia likes it. All right, so Roderick is going to uh, fly his way down the hole. Rolling perception on the way down. Okay. It's a 23 so perception. You fly your way down through the hole. As you start making your way down, it starts to smell really, really bad as you go get further down the hole. So I need you to make a fortitude check. Oh, great. Uh, 21. 21? All right. Good You're roll. able to withstand the, the scent. Good roll. Uh, and as you, you get down to the hole... It is the party. It was the privy. Yep. Yeah. I mean, the design made no sense. I was like, I don't understand. <laughs> One-way trip. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you make your way down into this hole, and you see this big chamber. Um, well, not super big. You see... Looks like about 30 by 50 feet. Maybe 55 yeah. feet. Yeah, the, the ceiling in this is about 15 foot high, and it's kind of, it's very much in a mess and in disarray. Uh, you also see some burnt heads dangling from chains from an iron candelabra in this, uh, near the ceiling. Ew. Close to the shaft. So as you just descend a little bit closer, you're almost like face to face with these charred heads. Oh, that's unsettling. As they are up there. You also notice, when you were down there, four ghasts. Oh, shit. So Roger goes down, pokes his head through the hole, seeing what he can see, and he sees this uh, horrid sight, and then he sees the four ghasts, and he's like, oh, by the gods. And I'm sure they all they all turn and hiss at him and start moving, and he turns tail and flies right back up the hole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very uh, Bugs Bunny cartoon. So Roger kind of plants himself, you know, wipes the sweat off his forehead. Well, as we might have expected, there are monsters down there. Hmm. What kind of monsters? I saw four. I'm going to actually roll a knowledge uh, religion to make sure he knows what they are. Okay. Yeah, natural 16 plus 9, so 25. Yeah, you know what they are. Yeah. So there were four ghasts. Um, oh, dear. Ghastly. Yes, they're not the most dangerous things we've ever fought, but I, I wasn't about to fight all four of them by myself. Do you think they're guarding something? Like a secret? There, there might be something down there. There was uh, burnt heads hanging from chains. I mean, it's very strange to find this underneath the hospital. Ugh. It was a very gruesome scene. So, do we need to do we need to fight our way down? How are we on time? Because I mean, if we go exploring into the basement here, we might get good evidence, but we might also miss the court date. What time is? Yeah, that's a great question. You, when you were down there, you noticed that the hallway leading out was caved in. So this is the only way in and out. So you wouldn't like be able to go exploring the underbelly of the hospital or anything like that. Okay, so, so this is the only room. Um, everything else is caved in, so it's just the one room with the four monsters. Uh, hmm. We might find something else that might help our case down there. All right, Vivian yo-yos down with her rope that helps her climb better. Well, we probably need to set that scene. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just that's all I want is imagery. <laughs> is Vivian yo like wrapping it around just, herself and then? All right, just... <laughs> fine. And she just immediately starts climbing down without conferring with the group. <laughs> she rolls it up like a yo-yo. Yeah, and we just dump yeah. her over, and she sort of snaps off at the end. Exactly. And lands on her gracefully, beautifully on, on her, her face. <laughs> no. <laughs> but anyway, I guess we're decided we are going down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Roderick and Renly both have the same flight hex, so they can both actually just feather fall down in order right. to try oh. to keep pace with the two climbers as they climb down. So yeah, that's. I'm gonna 
do that. Uh, but before I do that, I'm going to change into something more comfortable. Something, <laughs> something Some, a little more caring. Change into someone more comfortable. Oh, uh, <laughs> so we've decided that we're... Um, we're going to go down and investigate because there might be something useful down there. We get out the rope of climbing, which is not a plus five to your climb check. I think so. I don't have it written down. Just rope of climbing. Lowers the DC of climb checks by 10. Nice. Okay, so basically we're guaranteed to be able to climb down this. Yes. With the rope of climbing. So I'd say probably Zenobia climbs down first, then Roderick, then Renly both hover down after Zenobia, kind of trying to keep pace. And then Vivian climbs down last. Sounds good. And Roderick's like, so they're alerted to our presence now, so we won't have any element of surprise, but we also know they are down as well. So just be prepared to fight immediately upon entering the room. I was born ready. (laughs) All right. Uh, So let's go into initiative order then. Yeah, and I think the initiative should probably start just as Zenobia gets to the bottom of the tunnel. Yes. Okay. 19. Roderick also got a 19, but your bonus is higher. 11. 12. All right, so uh, going into initiative, Zenobia is going first. Okay, and just for mechanics help, you could use your move action to climb down the remaining 15 feet of the... Because uh, you're you're just entering the room, but you're 15 feet in the air hanging on a rope. So I need to get down to the ground. Yes, and you could spend your move action doing that. So I'm going to go ahead and use part of my turn just to get to the ground. Yeah, Yeah, that'd be a move action. So that's my move action. I'm down on the ground now, and I'm going to draw my mace, sprinkle it with holy water, and study the closest, gassed. Can I do all that in one? Do you want to quick draw your shield, too? Yeah, you you could quick draw your shield as well. So is all of that possible with the quick drawing of items, climbing all the way down, studying, and sprinkling the holy water? Yes, That's and, a and lot this of actions. this is why I don't like quick draw being a free action because it d- yeah, results in bullshit like actions. this. Yeah, fr- free action, draw your holy water. Free action, draw your weapon. Free action, draw your shield because they're all weapons. And of course, I do it, and it's like a blur. <laughs> so <laughs> because I've practiced. So well, I guess that's much. one question: is there's drawing the holy water because it counts as a weapon, but is is uh, that's a swift action to apply it? Mm-hmm. Swift action to apply it. And then studying, she's doing as her standard action. Right. So now it does say in the rules that a GM can determine if a creature has taken too many free actions in one turn. I just feel like it, that's a lot of stuff to do in one turn. Climb all the way down, draw mm-hmm. draw your weapon and your shield and the holy water and sprinkle it and study. So what would you allow, Gary? Yeah, I would say you could drop down, draw the weapons and study, or drop down and do everything and sprinkle the holy water but not study. I think that's what I want to do because I actually do more damage. So, I drop down. I am, by the time I'm through with all my uh, very elegant movements, I am fully armed. I have my shield out, and I've sprinkled my mace with holy water. That sounds good. All right. And then you you can study next time. Next. Round. Exactly. And she's just poised and ready to fight. Yes. Yes. Uh, that feels a bit more balanced to me. It's fine. To be able to do. Yeah, that. this has been one of my right. uh, pet peeves is free action quick draw. I think it's all fair. Mm-hmm. and Because I'm also just trying to think of, like, visualizing somebody trying to do all of those actions in six seconds. You'd almost have to have another roll and see if you'd fumble one part of it or have mm-hmm. them all fail, you know. That'd mm-hmm. be fun. Yeah. Right. All right. So that is Zenobia's turn. She's on the floor. She's drawn all of her weapons and sprinkled her mace with holy water. Okay. Uh, Roderick. 
Okay, so with my uh, knowledge religion that I rolled that I crushed, do they have any specific weaknesses or resistances other than just general undead traits? Uh, they also have channel resistance. Um, no weaknesses other than the typical undead stuff. No elemental resistances? No elemental resistances. Uh, since your roll was so well, I will tell you that they also, uh, their bite can cause ghoul fever and paralysis. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. Richard knew that, but now Roderick is going to tell the group that don't let them bite you. They can cause a ghoul fever and they can paralyze you. Except you, Vivian, you can't be paralyzed by them. Really? Yes, because you're a half elf. Really? Yeah. Elves are immune to the paralysis of a, of a ghoul. I don't think half elves are. I think I read that they were. I've never read that. Wasn't on my uh, immunes. I'm immune to sleep effects. It wouldn't specifically say. Unlike ghouls, a gas browser effect even affects elves. Mm. Oh, okay. So I was remembering the ghoul rule, not the gas yes, rule. Yes, shut up, Roderick. Okay. You don't know shit. <laughs> Trying to help. So, hmm. So what Roderick is going to do, and I actually had the rules wrong. Remember when I flame and shocked my sword last time? Yes. That actually only cost one arcane pool point, not two. Oh. The value of my arcane pool expenditure increases, but the number of points I have to expend does not. Hmm. So he's going to use his arcane pool to, this time, chill and shock his sword, adding those two okay. effects to it. Then he is going to, he's going to cast Brand, fly towards the northwestern uh, ghast, and mm-hmm. he's going to swing at it using spell strike. All right. Don't be a bad roll. <sighs> it's a bad roll. As <laughs> <laughs> a 13 to hit. 13 will miss. Oh, of course it does. Oh, Roderick. He tried. Swing and miss from Roderick. Oh, and he landed, by the way. Okay. D- does, your, does your sword remain charged? Yes, for a whole minute. All right. So on the ground right now, we just have Zenobia and Roderick, right? Correct. Correct. Okay. Very good. It is the ghast's turn. Uh, the ghouls will move, uh, and two of them will swarm in to flank Roderick. And the other two will move in to flank Zenobia. Oh, no. So they each have one on either side of them. <laughs> yeah, Roderick's out of this fight. <laughs> Just, you know, he's going to get hit, and he's going to be paralyzed, and he's going to be out for the, out for the count. <laughs> he's going to get bitten and have ghoul fever. Ghoul fever and gas plague. and Yeah, it would have been a lot better if I didn't roll the natural five on my attack, because then I would only be against one, but, you know. <laughs> Uh, right, so the two ghasts that are flanking Roderick are going to try to bite. Both are going to hit. Ever the optimist. Uh, first one, that's a 17. That on hits. Bite. Okay. That's going to be eight points of damage, and I need okay. you to make... Let's see, that is... Two fortitude saves, right? Two fortitude saves. All right, silver's first, blue is second. It's a 15 on the first... Okay. And a 13 on the second. All right. So you're able to shake off the ghoul fever, but you are paralyzed. Mm. All right. I'm going to go get a drink. <laughs> you're paralyzed for three rounds. I already told you. I told you this was going to happen. Second one will go to bite still. <laughs> that's what they do. Um, that's a 23. Yes, he's paralyzed. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that is five points of damage. I mean, you're already paralyzed. Uh, do you make another one for that 
the fever? I think so, yes, each time you're re-exposed. Yeah, all right, so make another fortitude save. Natural one. Oh, uh, Roderick. Okay, so you have been infected with ghoul fever. So that is going to be... That's three points of con damage. Oh, man. We got to get Roderick out of there. He's dead. Yeah. And one point of dex damage. Oh, Roderick. So consistent. Alrighty. So brave and so inept. I will say that uh, with your knowledge check, while you're paralyzed, you're also thinking that uh, if you happen to die while being infected with ghoul fever, you will rise as a guest. Yep. Okay. So that was those two. Uh, now the two that are ta- attacking Zenobia will try the same thing. Okie dokie. Uh, first one, that's a 17. Miss. And second one, natural 20. Oh, jeez. Shit. Rolling to confirm. Is a 23 to confirm. Yes, that, that just hits. I'm so happy we decided to go down here. <laughs> I don't believe we did. Well, we did, actually. We, we did. We, we did. Don't, don't try to get out of this. I never said it was a good idea. Yeah, whatever. You're the grave warden. You wanted to take care of the undead. I think I wanted to go back to the town, but I just didn't say it. (laughs) 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 Retrospectively. What what do I have to roll? Two fortitude saves. Two fortitude saves, and that is uh, 16 points of damage on the bite. Well, it's been fun podcasting with you guys. (laughs) You're not dead yet. Oh, and I rolled a one. Oh, no. Zenobia is also paralyzed. Or was that for to confirm, ghoul fever? Right? Uh, no, yeah, that was for the first. No, one. you don't confirm. So you also have ghoul fever. So you have ghoul fever yeah. now. Roll again. Well, that was a set. Okay, right, got it. And that's a nineteen twenty-five. So not paralyzed. All right. Not paralyzed, but you do have ghoul fever. So let me. That's on the roll first one. On that. So that is one point of con damage, and two points of dex damage. So it hasn't changed my con modifier. It has changed my dex. Mm-hmm. So your AC is reduced by one. Your reflex saves are reduced by one. Yeah. Okay. So second one. You right? passed. Okay. No. So uh, second ghoul the, attack. The, the, the first, first one missed. missed. Ah, the, the, great. The second one. Got it. All right. Uh, I do, however, also need uh, for Zenobia to make a third fortitude save from the stench. 18. All right. So you're not sickened. I mean, you're diseased, but you're not sickened. Fun with words. All right. Uh, so that is the four guests. Uh, Vivian. So Vivian needs to get down the rope further. Mm-hmm. How, f- how far up the rope is she? Uh, 20 feet. Yeah. Okay. And to just do a regular move action would be 10 feet down? By the rules, yeah, because the climb speed is half of your movement speed. So if she was just to climb down 20 feet, it would be a full round action. Oh, I don't want to do that. I want to climb down 10 feet, and does that put me within 30 feet of these ghouls? Yes. So she's gonna, Vivian's going to climb down 10 feet, and she's going to channel. Okay. For uh, harming undead. For will saves. Number one. This is 17. Pass. Two. Is a 14. Fail. Three. Is even less than that, so that's a fail. I got three and in there? I got all of them four. in there? Yeah, you got all four of them within. Oh my gosh. Uh, that one is a 16. Uh, that's a pass. So two pass, two fail. fail? Two pass, two fail. And that's, I assume that's like, there's a, one failed on Roderick and one failed on Zenobia of the four. Yes. Awesome. Oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. 14. 
15 points of damage. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's wow. two sixes. I'm really excited. Doing my happy dance. You just hurt these things a lot. So that's 14 full, seven half. This angelic glowing <laughs> being ropes down. It's like Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> Cirque du Soleil cleric edition. <laughs> so that, that definitely hurt. There's some definite hissing going on now. But Vivian, since you are close enough to be affected by the stench of these gas, uh, I need you to also make a fortitude save. Uh-oh. Uh, it's probably a fail. 13? Uh, that is a fail. So you are sickened for five minutes. Oh my goodness. Oh, no. And that's a negative two to all your stuff, kind of like shaking. <laughs> this is not pretty, so it's, it's making you sick. It's gross. This is icky. I'm sure the, uh, you know, heads hanging from the candelabra aren't helping you. That's very disturbing. Uh, all right. So that is Vivian's turn. Uh, Rinley. Okay. So he is going to uh, start his, uh, start a raging song and start to fly. So raging is standard. Yeah. Right. But I can't, I can't make any other, I can't like cast spells or attack or anything. But you can get into the room. I can get into the room and um, I am going to get into the room and be, uh, I'm going to say 20 feet in the air, but here. Is the room that high? 15 feet yeah, in the air. 15, 15 feet high. Oh, 15 feet. Again, I'm stuck in a room with terrible ceiling. <laughs> You're not really meant to fly inside, I think is the message there, for the most part. Yeah, the 30-foot the ceilings that are so common in Ustalov. <laughs> right, where all those giants live. <laughs> well, well, I guess since the ceiling's not as high as I thought, I'm going to uh, swing on this side of Roderick and try and get their attention. Which side of Roderick? Um, if we're looking down on them and the opening to the rubble is the north then I am right to the uh, west of them, to the left. Yeah, and are you threatening them at your current spot? Uh, yeah. Okay, good, because that's going to protect Roderick from a coup de grace because it provokes to do that. So they're just going to attack you and paralyze you instead. That's what I was afraid of. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, uh, when you are paralyzed, you are considered helpless, so coup de grace can happen. And ghasts are likely to do that. Fortunately, we still have three active members, so they're not likely to do it when there's still people running around swinging. Yes. Now, if we all get paralyzed, then we're in bad shape. <laughs> Very true. So, don't get paralyzed. Alrighty. Uh, back to the top of the round with Zenobia. So, I, uh, I still have two guests on me. One has taken some damage. Well, they both have both taken damage. One looks twice as bad as the other. That's the one I'm going to hit first. With my... Oh, I'm going to study him. Nice. So this is the only the first turn since we did this, right? Just seems like forever. Correct. This would be this. This would be the second. But round this is the round. first round where I've been able to study. Yes. So I'm yep. studying my first ghast, and it's the weak one. And hit with my mace. It's a nine on the dice. Eighteen. Eighteen just barely hits, but it does hit. Yay! Oh, I don't care about how close. <laughs> Okay. Max damage. Max damage. Eight, eleven. Plus holy water. Alas. And six more points of holy water damage. So that's for a total of fourteen. Fourteen points of damage. He's dead. Yay! Yay. Yes, kablam. D e d dead. <laughs> dead. 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 I free you, cursed beast. Project's turn, right? Mm, yes. 
What are you going to do? If it's all the same to you, I'm going to spend my round paralyzed. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. I, I, I'll allow it. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I imagine him criticizing his teammates while he, in his mind while he's paralyzed. It's like, they should be doing this instead. <laughs> so that was... <laughs> That was the first of three rounds being paralyzed. Yes. Yay. One down. Okay. Uh, so it is the ghasts. You're threatening. They will take a five-foot step over to Redley. Both of those two. And both try to... Uh, and since it's only a five-foot step, they can bite Claw Claw. No, they can't. Okay. First bite. It's uh, an eight. No. <laughs> first Claw. Also, no, that's a 10. No! <laughs> Second claw. So 15. No! All right, so first one missed all together. Yay! Second ghast. White. It's an 8. No! <laughs> claw. It's an 8. Nope. And last claw. There we go. That's a 23. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you have to make it fortitude whatever's. Uh, you only need to make one fortitude save. Ah, because it wasn't the bite. 21. 21. So you are not paralyzed. But you do take eight points of damage. I just got to ask what you have against me, Gary. (laughs) (laughs) I think you need to talk to your dice, Roderick. It does. I don't know. It seems targeted. (laughs) All right. Uh, and Renly, have you rolled the, uh, the stench save yet? No! So roll that fortitude save as well. Oh, awesome. Uh, 18. Alright, so you're not seconded as well. Okay, uh, the third remaining ghoul, uh, will try to bite Claw Claw on Zenobia. Thank goodness she has the AC to take it. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Uh, that is a 20 on the bite. Miss. And that is a 16 on the claw. Miss. And a 12 on the claw. Miss. Woohoo. Miss, miss. Okay, oh. Vivian. Oh, Roderick. Um, are all the ghouls still within range? Yes. Vivian is just fine where she is on the rope. <laughs> and she's going to channel again. She's going to stay here. Not as good. Uh, give me a will save, Gary. For three will saves. That is a 15. Just passes. That is a 15. Pass. And a 25. Ah, dang. Okay, so they all pass. So uh, I rolled nine points of damage. So take four. Okay. Just a little tired after that first good burst. It's the sickening. It's the aftershock. All right. Well, the one, the other one that was already down is now dead. Yay! That's good news. And that was one of the ones fighting Renly. Yeah, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's only one on Renly, one on Zenobia now. So, down to two. Alright. Good turn from Vivian. She's basically saving everybody's butts right now. Mm-hmm. Just spinning on this rope. This is a team effort. <laughs> that Roderick is not really part of. <laughs> he went in, He did his part. He went in and took the hits so yeah, that way you can get down. Mm-hmm. He was the meat, po- meat uh, shield. All right, Renly. Okay, I'm going to take a five-foot step behind Roderick to use him like a shield, kind of. Um, (laughs) And then I'm going to uh, reach out, touch Roderick, and cast a vanish. 
Oh, yay. Aw, that's a really good spell to use. I love that. That was very nice of you. All right. That's so great. Vanished. So no Coupe de Gracie on him. Not for now, anyway. For now. Okay. Zenobia. Uh, well, I have one of these little critters left in front of me, and I'm going to... The way I picture it, the first one went down with a forehand, and this is the backswing of the, the mace after I study it. Nice. So, here we go. Uh, it's a hit, is what it is. 22, 23. Yeah. That's it. And six, seven, eight, nine, ten yeah. points of damage. Ten points of damage. Very nice. That ghast is dead. Ooh, that yes. ghast is in the past. That ghast is ghastly. It was a real ghast from the past. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't waste any holy water on it. <laughs> Do I have any move left? No, you used your move action to study, so you could take a five-foot step closer to Roderick. Yes, I'm going to do that. Where Roderick used to be. <laughs> Can I get between where Roderick used to be and the remaining gas? No, you cannot. I'll still take the five-foot step closer to <laughs> where Roderick used to be. Just making yourself a presence. Okay. Uh, Roderick, what are you thinking about while you're paralyzed? He's thinking that he's really happy he can count on this group um, to back him up when he dives in headfirst and gets paralyzed. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Okay, so this is the second round of Roderick being paralyzed. And it is the one remaining gas turn. Uh, he's going to step and bite Claw Claw Redney. That is a 23 on the bite. Ooh, that one hits. Max damage. Ooh, that's good. Uh, so that is nine points of damage on the bite, and I need you to make uh, the fortitude save for the paralysis and the ghoul fever. Um, which is first? Uh, ghoul fever first. Oh. Okay. Well, that sucks. Um, ten. No, eleven. Uh, Wait. you have twelve. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Well, you have ghoul fever. <laughs> Either way, I have ghoul fever. Either way. And then the paralysis? The paralysis. Even worse. Okay. Uh, so from the ghoul fever, you take three points of constitution damage. Jeez. Hold on. Shitskies. I'm going to write this down because i got to go different places and do it. Minus three con. Mm-hmm. Uh, two, two points of dex damage. Minus mm. two dex. Mm-hmm. And then you are also paralyzed over five rounds. (laughs) Five rounds of paralysis. Anybody got any more to um, uh, banish? I'll take it. Mm -hmm. Um, Cool. Cool. Paralysis is fun, right? Oh, also the song has stopped. You can't keep singing when you're paralyzed. It will continue to the end till his next turn, though. That's how the spell works. Noelle notes bards really well. It's fair. Uh, she does play them all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So what does that mean? Even though he's paralyzed through the next round, the song's still... still yeah, it means if you get another chance to hit, it'll work. Okay. Yeah, he spent the round, so the effect lingers until his next turn. Yeah. It's kind of like he's the soundtrack that's still playing until his next round. That's fine. Weird magical effects. Oh, I think it's like sound, like sound waves going through the air. Like it's still present. Doppler effect. Doppler effect, indeed. 
All right, uh, Vivian. Vivian's going to channel one more time. A little bit of overkill, but uh, give me a save. Please, overkill it. As a 26. Passes, so I rolled an 8, so take 4 points of damage. 4 points. It's still alive. Ooh, really wanted it to be dead. Okay. Uh, Renly, what do you think about while paralyzed? Also, are you on the ground? He is now. Yeah, no, I, I was. I got on the ground before. I was already. Okay, I just wasn't sure if you were still hovering. Yeah, he said he landed. Okay, very good. Uh, so, Renly, what are you thinking about while you're paralyzed? Um, I'm thinking it's, it's so stupid to come down here. Why would he ever come down? We got our evidence. We should have left. <laughs> and Roderick and Renly are both frozen in really cool poses. Renly's probably frozen with his hand touching you. <laughs> For all time. Or it's in a fist. Yeah, I was punching you. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I deliver touch attacks. I'm imagining right. like a cute little like booty pop, like like, <laughs> like underhanded booty slap. And now it's just becoming awkward because he can't move his hand away. Exactly. <laughs> but nobody can see it anyway, so it just looks weird. <laughs> <laughs> he's just standing right. there kind of like Vanna White or like he's, he's giving a... Waiting for a low five. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Vanette White makes another appearance on the show. <laughs> okay, so it's my turn, right? It is Anobia's turn. All right. So I'm going to get closer. I'm going to take a five-foot step. I'm going to study the critter, and I'm going to quick draw. I, I drop my shield, and I quick draw some holy water. And you put it on the and on I put mace. it. I put it on my mace. Can I hit? Yes, you can. I'm going to. Let's say Roderick wish on my dice, but it's like, Roderick, don't wish on my dice. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you mention his name? I know why. Name? I know. I rolled a one. Oh, no. And I rolled a two. You had to invoke. You had to invoke yeah. the power of Roderick. Why, so I fumble. why did you do that? So that is a confirmed fumble. Confirmed fumble. Haven't had one of those, especially from Zenobia in a while. Oh, I hit my own shield. Shield crashed. Shield crashed. So somehow you hit the shield that you somehow dropped I on the ground. Somehow hit the shield that I dropped. Yeah. <laughs> Not just you don't just hit your own shield; you damage your shield. God, I'm an armor. I'll fix my own shield too. So. Yeah, shields have a uh, really good hardness, so the odds that you'll do any significant damage to it are low. Yeah. Two, five. And the song's still going to so six. Six. Yeah. So the good news is that the shield has at least hardness five, so you only did one point of damage to it. If if it's at least five. Which is not enough to break it, so... Yeah, Put a big old divot in it. Sad you did Does that. It gives it character. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Roderick, your third round of paralysis. Uh, what you thinking about now? Well, at least I think we're going to make it out of this. Okay. It is that gas turn. He's got Zenobia right there. Gonna turn around and try to bite Zenobia. That uh, was a miss on the bite. Claw, claw... Yep, that was a natural three on the bite, a natural two on the first claw. <laughs> yeah, that's probably going to be... Yep, that's a 16 miss. on the second claw. So miss with all three. Not a good round for that gas. My question is, uh, Gary, do you enjoy us all being paralyzed? I mean, it's kind of nice. We're not all <laughs> paralyzed, just the boys. Y'all have been beating the crap out of my monsters and stuff, so this is my time to finally get some revenge. Fair mm-hmm. enough. Uh, Vivian. Channel again. Nail him, Vivi. Just keep going lower. Well, I failed that one because that's a natural two. Five points of damage. And you did. Yay! So this is what I imagine. 
is Vivian channeling, and then, you know, a pause, and she's like, are they all gone? And just, like, swinging from the rope, like, just, like, spinning in a circle on the rope. <laughs> just, like, like looking down. Like, a very like, slow spin. Yeah, like. yeah, just, like, slight rotation. She's just like, are, are they all gone? Nice work, Vivian. Yes, they are. O- okay, I'm coming down now. And then just at that point, Roderick uh, is no longer paralyzed, still invisible. All right, uh, thanks, Renly, we got him. And Renly says nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Oil cream. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, threat eliminated. Roderick is going to heal himself with his healing hex. Heals himself for 11, so that's almost all that he took. Does that leak over to me? No. No, but he was about to say, does anybody else need any healing? Zenobia raises her hand. Right. And um, while this is going on, Vivian's going to be poking everyone with her lesser restoration. So, so Zenobia calls out to Roderick and he says, oh, yes, certain, certainly. Um, and he reaches out and rolls garbage. I healed you for eight points. That's half of it. Renly, uh, I know you can't answer, but I think you need healing too. So he reaches out to heal Renly. Okay, I rolled much, 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 much better this time. That was uh, 17 points of healing on Renly. Ooh, I'm back up. Cool. All right, now we can do the wanting real quick. All right, so we healed up the ability damage we took. Roderick still has one dex damage that he's just going to heal overnight. And Zenobia's got one con damage. That she's going to heal overnight, but everything else is healed up. So perception checks. Okay. Natural one for Roderick. I'm going to I'm gonna go. I'm just going to go. <laughs> Five. Five. Okay, the two paralyzed ones are doing really well. So my eyes aren't unparalyzed. 24. 24? 19. Okay. So Zenobia and Vivian see quite a few things. Um, there's kind of a pile of debris um, over in the corner of the cellar. And looking through that debris, you find 12 silver crossbow bolts and a quiver. Uh, you find a slightly melted gold belt buckle and an iron bracelet with silver filigree depicting the moon eating an owl. Hmm. Can I do a knowledge religion on that? Sure. Oops. And are they radiating magic? None of it is radiating magic. 19 knowledge religion. It's not really uh, clicking with anything that uh, you know from your religious studies. Okay. Roderick has some knowledges too. Is there anything he can roll? Uh, I've done an 18, yeah, 24 knowledge local. 25 uh, if I study it. Uh, Roderick, did you roll that as well? He hasn't rolled anything yet. I don't, I'm trying to figure out what to roll. Guessing that would be local or maybe arcana. I'll roll both. I'll roll the arcana. Roderick will roll the arcana. Um, 20 even. Yeah, 20 okay. arcana. Uh, with the arcana, you remember seeing something similar uh, to this, the, like this symbol, the moon eating the owl. Uh, with all of your father's um, work on, like, werewolves. Some sort of warding symbol. Yeah. I don't know exactly what it is, but it is lycanthrope-related. It's probably just some sort of protective item. A ward or something? Mm Mm-hmm. He rolled a 24 local, if that helps. I'm sorry, 22 local. Uh, You can't pinpoint exactly where you know it from, or if it's, like, to a specific tribe or anything like that. Uh, You just remember seeing it in your past. Yeah. Well, hang on to this. It might be important later. Mm-hmm. So does my knowledge local bring me any more information on that or any of the other objets? No, you've got about all the information you can get from, from those items. 
that you found. None of this looks like evidence to me. Yeah, is there anything else in the room? Because we're in a creepy, really disturbing scene, right? Yes. Uh, you do see, uh, like I mentioned before, those heads hanging from the chandelier and chains. Um, one thing that strikes you as you look at them is, while they are burned, most of them look like they like they were disfigured before they were ever burned. Do you mean like they were skinned? No, not like they were skinned. Like they had physical deformities. Uh-huh. Uh, so it looks like like most of these heads on here all had some sort of physical deformity, except for one. Hmm. And his, his face looks human and completely normal. And not, not burned? burned? Not burned. Yeah. So this happened after the fire. Mm. Oh, that's a very interesting observation, Renly. Who, who uh, does, it, does it look like it? Do we recognize him? Uh, you don't really recognize who he is, um, but if you kind of continue to look around the room, you see more of the you see more bodies kind of piled up over in another corner. Um, no again, wonder it most stinks. Of these, most of these bodies have some sort of physical deformity to them, except for one who looks like he is wearing like a a doctor's coat. Hmm. So okay, so we've got a head and a body that possibly match. Let's go could, look at the body. Could this be Dr. Is his name embroidered on the left breast pocket? <laughs> no. It is partially burned. Okay. Uh, detect magic on the body and the head? Or the room in general. Uh, you don't see... Uh, nothing is detecting as magical, but uh, you do... Like, Vivian, you had a really high uh, perception check as well, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, um, as you do get kind of closer to the, the pile of bodies to examine those, you see lots of broken glass on the floor. But there is one like bottle that is still completely intact, and it's from Vorkstag and Grinds. It's one of their uh, chemical bleach bottles. Mm-hmm. So she hands that over to Roderick to take his evidence. Put it in the bag. I just don't understand what's happening with this body. I mean, we found the body of the doctor. Yeah. Well. Yeah. But why is it perfect? I mean. Because he was experimenting on imperfect people. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm seeing here is maybe the doctor was doing this. And then when Vorkstag killed him, he did this to the doctor. Maybe just as cruel irony or something. I don't know. Convenient. Well, and Already had the torture chamber built in. And, and I guess the point is, uh, at first my thought was it burned and the body like somehow remained pristine. But I think Renly's right where it, it happened after the fire. No, Gary said the body was burned a little bit. Oh. So but he was in the fire. The body was in the fire. He was there. That the, the uh, there's a little bit of burning on him, not a whole bunch. So he only got singed. Yeah, it's like what could cause this? He started the fire and got murdered at the end of it. He started the fire with Vorstag. So yeah, that's what I, I see. That's what the Vorstag big plot twist is. It's a it's an insurance scam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're Vorstag and him were fighting uh, during the fire. Um, Got away, but was still killed by him, and he was put on display. Yeah, that sounds about right, Renly. So you, your name should have been Perry Mason. So timeline-wise, the they had disfigurements before, but I think the chandelier, all the props, this was done after. I, is that relevant? Well, I don't know. Why would someone do that? Well, I that's mean, what I'm saying. I'm saying that the, the the disfigured people they were already on there. They're burnt up. That's mm-hmm. what he said. They're, they're burnt 
beyond recognition, but you can recognize that they had deformities before. That's so what I'm trying to clarify if that's the case, yeah. because... Yeah, that's what he said. But... Yeah, the bodies are charred too, except for one with the yeah. lab coat, which was only a little singed, because was, that person was in the fire and got away. So that's my question of just, like, so this doctor was chopping off heads and putting them on a chandelier, and then the fire broke out, and all that happened, and then and then he gets killed, and then they add it later? Like, I don't understand, like, if he just wanted a morbid chandelier, why was he... The chandelier, I think, was the doctor's chandelier, and he was put—he was made a part of it by whoever killed him. Yeah, by Vorchtag. Vorchtag. While uh-huh. all this argument's going on, Zenobia is actually taking the body parts off and seeing if she can put them in some sort of uh, getting ready to bury them. She can't stand the fact that these bodies are just here outside. Is there any indication why the guests are here? Is it just incidental? Yeah, it's just kind of they kind of took over the place. Okay, that's what after. it looks like. So. Um, with the the knowledge religion you rolled earlier, uh, you also remember that ghasts like to play with their kills or their food before oh. they eat them. That's why everything's So it's the gas that did it. See, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you, Gary. Well, Roderick told you that. No, Gary told me that. Because <laughs> Roderick was arguing with me. No, they were like this before. It's like, no, they weren't. All the bodies were dead. The doctor was killed after the fire. Or during. And then the gas came and did whatever. Well, this was a big waste of time. <laughs> no, we, <laughs> no, got, we the got the bleach. That's true. We do have the, the bleach there to add to the evidence of the paperwork. Let's get out of here. Mm-hmm. Yes, please. So the rope is still hanging, so we just climb up. Mm-hmm. All right. So you climb back up out of the hole, back into the, the early morning, start making your way back to Lepestad. Mm-hmm. Uh, you make it back to Lepestad, check in the new evidence that you have, and we will prepare for trial day three next week. I still have, got, we, three of us still have ghoul fever. Oh, yeah. It'd be so fun if we yeah, turned into ghouls in the middle of the trial. Just yeah, we need to go to church. We're fine, just don't let us die. Mm-hmm.